0: This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Violetu Zungula is the leader of the African Transformation Movement. Violetu, good evening to you. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Evening, and evening to everyone listening.
0: I just want to make sure that I'm pronouncing your surname correctly. I know you often correct the Madam Speaker in Parliament.
1: <laughs> it's Zungula.
0: Zungula. Yeah. So we're putting an emphasis, okay, over here, Zungula. All right. Um. So Violet, I mean, now we know that President Sir Ramaphosa is not going to be legally challenging the Section 89 Panels report. And this report found that he may have a case to answer to about the Palapala saga, saying the matter is moot after a vote by the National Assembly not to proceed with an impeachment inquiry. So he's not going to respond anymore to that respond or legally challenge that report. I mean, what is your take on this as the African Transformation Movement?
1: Um, the first thing is that what should be uh, known to South Africans is that there is a president, that is happy to have a report that is saying there's a, he has an impeachable case to answer. Um, he's happy to have such a report, such a recommendation by a former Chief Justice. And, you know, for him, life continues. As per is expected to be this um, leader, ethical leader that does everything by the book. Whereas there's such a report The second issue is that he's been clearly lying because you'll recall that he went to the ANC and begged the ANC not to vote in support of that report because it was going on judicial review because he was saying that it is fundamentally flawed. Now that the ANC, based on that argument by him, they went to vote against the consideration of the report on the basis that it was going to be challenged. They were not saying um, they, they are not going to vote in consideration of the report for other reasons. They were saying because it has been going, uh, the report has been legally challenged. They are not going to vote in support. Now the ANC was misled. Also, the president Ramaphosa abused a court process because he was not genuinely approaching the courts so that the report could be. Interrogated and then the court do pronounce whether that report was flawed or not. He abused and undermined our courts. The courts are very busy. There's very serious issues, but he wanted the court. He wanted to use the court time and the and the fact that he had um, put in a, a request or an application at the constitutional court as a basis to somewhat influence the outcome of the of a parliamentary process so basically you've got a president that undermines parliament and its constitutional mandate and is going to use um, the judicial um, process to undermine parliament so that is the reality
0: so i mean as 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 a as a party, you know, uh you still believe that he has actually something to answer to here and I mean it it would be understandable because from what we have gotten about this Pala Pala saga is that um you know there was money that he hid um at his house.
1: Um, what much... what the report stated was basically that that he may have seriously violated the constitution Serious acts of misconduct, um, uh, violated section 34 of PRECA, As it stands now, When the report still is, is, is valid. The report has not been set aside. There's no competent body that is saying that report was flawed or there was a problem with that report, meaning what the report was recommending and what the report, the outcome of the report, which states that the head of state, has got an impeachable case to answer, a person that has viol- may have violated the constitution. And for us as the ATM, it's very worrisome because what brings us together and what makes us to tolerate um, you know, other things in our country is the basic principle of having a constitution. Therefore, you can't have a head of state, a person who took an oath to uphold and defend the constitution to have been found... Um, that he may have seriously violated the Constitution and life is expected to continue as the normal. Because how do you trust this person that his other actions on his other business as a head of state is going to be upholding the very same Constitution, which, by the way, a former Chief Justice found that they may have been wrongdoing on his side. So for us, and, you know, the other thing that is problematic is, him as a president, Mm -hmm. happy to have a report that is there, that finds that he's got an impeachable case to answer. He's happy to have such a report because if he was not happy and he did not agree with the outcomes of the report, he would have continued with the application so that he clears his name. And there's no doubt to the citizens that he himself, he has not done anything wrong. But what we have now, We've got a report that is saying there's an impeachable case to answer, and we've got a parliament that took a wrong and unconstitutional decision because parliament, in according to Section 42.3 of the Constitution, is very clear, or the mandate of parliament is very clear, to scrutinize and oversee executive action. So each and every action of parliament must be consistent with what the constitution requires therefore it cannot be that you are going to have a a report by an independent panel that is saying there ought to be an investigation and parliament takes a decision not to investigate meaning parliament is undermining its constitutional mandate and parliament basically is betraying the trust of the people of our country because when the people vote they vote for parliament to do what the constitution requires not to Appease to the to the political bosses of the respective political parties.
0: Mm, so you see it then as Parliament not doing the work that it actually needs to do by deciding that it's not going to proceed with an impeachment inquiry against the president.
1: Yes, because in December, what the vote was for was whether to have an inquiry. An inquiry is like an investigation inquiry is a matter of testing the evidence and you know uh, later on reaching a conclusion whether there is guilt or there's no guilt. Now imagine a parliament that is saying it's not going to inquire and there's a report by a chief justice that is saying um, based on the evidence that was before them an inquiry is necessary. So it is our view as the ATM that that action of, the, of Parliament is inconsistent with what the Constitution requires of Parliament. Also, this is not the first time such an issue has occurred in our country. We'll recall that with President Zuma, Parliament took a decision to absolve him on the security upgrades or non-security upgrades in, in Gandra. And when the courts were approached, the, court, the Constitutional Court affirmed the role of Parliament that Parliament has to work or has to take resolutions in line with what the Constitution requires. And in that particular instance, Parliament failed, um, you know, um, failed the, the people of South Africa and violated the Constitution by acting unconstitutionally. So what we're saying is the ATM is that, yes, the ANC does have the majority, and they are going to influence or dictate to their party members to vote in a particular manner. But what is critical in our view, all organs of state must operate and function and take decisions that are constitutional. It can't be that we're going to say it's politics and we're going to let it be, because what we expect as the ATM, immediately we become members of parliament. We must do what the constitution requires that arm of the state called the legislature or parliament must operate in a manner that is consistent with the constitution. And clearly here, there's been a violation to the constitution.
0: What do you think then needs to happen, you know, going forward with such a situation where he's not obviously going to legally challenge this um, report anymore? um, And it just seems he may go off scot-free and that we may forget about this at some point. It may just fade away.
1: As the ATM, we've um, seek a leave to appeal um, to the Supreme Court of Appeal. That is whereby all of these issues will be ventilated. And you'll remember that we are a constitutional democracy. And in that regard, all of the actions of parliament and the actions of the, the executive, they must be tested to the constitutional master whether they are in line with what the Constitution requires. So when we are going to, as we seek the leave to appeal, we basically want the court to pronounce um, whether Parliament indeed operated in a manner that is constitutional or Parliament operated in a manner that is not constitutional. So we are going to ventilate that matter in court up until the level of the constitutional court because for us it's very important that the last line of defense in our country, which is the Constitutional Court, must intervene because it cannot be that you've got a president that has got an impeachable case to answer and he does not answer any question, Is not investigated, there's no inquiry. Look at, for example, the failures of the other institutions that are there. You've got, for example, the NPA, they've never done anything. Um, it's almost the 1st of June, and meaning it's almost been a year since Mr. Arthur Fraser submitted, um, you know, an affidavit and, and information. Nothing. We saw the provisional, provisional report by the acting public protector. He pro- she is protecting Mr. Ramaphosa. Um, we've seen how IP is not doing anything. We've seen how the Reserve Bank as well, uh, you know, they've not been doing anything because the Reserve Bank... Ask Mr. Ramaphosa, where was the source of that money? And Sir actually confirmed that that money that came into our country, that ended up in the couches of the president, did not was not declared. And you know that when you are trading in our country, as a citizen, you cannot trade in any other currency besides the South African currency. It's, it's in law. That is what the law is stating. But even in the clearest um you know violations of the law um has been protected by the acting public protector, and secondly, all of the other institutions are not doing anything at all and Parliament the national assembly with the aim majority, takes a decision to pro- uh, to protect him so the constitutional court, if need be, must be the line of last line of defense. If ever a South Africa that we aspire to live in South Africa whereby there's rule of law and there's equality before the law is ever to be realized, they need to pronounce there. And if they pronounce that, it is fine. Then they are going to continue. and They are going to be playing a very, very big role in terms of destabilizing the country because how do you now go to another citizen and say he must not trade in South Africa with another currency? How do you go to, for example, a public representative to say, if you ever have any criminal issue, just ask the policemen wherever they may be to do the investigations on your behalf. So that is why, as the ATM, this has got nothing. This is not really about an individual called Mr. Ramaposa, but it is about the principle of the rule of law and the principle of equality before the law.
0: You know, you have fought as the African Transformation Movement for there to be accountability, for there to be responsibility taken by President Sirorama Posa. And I mean, this in some way must feel like um, a slap in the face to not just the African Transformation Movement, but to the residents of of, of South Africa.
1: Indeed, it's very worrisome because, you know, like I want to repeat this statement. If there's one thing that ought to bring us together, is the fact that there is a constitution. You know, a constitution is a social contract between citizens and the government, and citizens and the other citizens as well. Now, for that social contract to be able to be respected and enforced, there needs to be the respect for the rule of law because you want a country whereby the supreme law of the country is respected, particularly by those who occupy powerful positions of being, um, you know, um, leaders in a democratic state. Now, if you have a president that may, that is found to may have committed a serious violation to the Constitution, it is actually undermining, um, you know, the citizens. It is actually a slap in the face to the entire citizens. You know, we've got citizens that were arrested during lockdown for simply not wearing a mask And some of them, they even have, um, you know, um, um, criminal records now. However, we've got a president with a serious allegation that is, um, you know, that is hanging over him. And you find that the other institutions are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Now, that creates an unfortunate state whereby our country becomes a banana republic. It becomes a space whereby if you are politically connected or politically powerful, you can basically get away with murder. So that is why, how other countries collab when the rule of law is selective. That is why as the ATM are fighting for the principle because if we do not fight for principle, then what stops the next president of the ANC? Um, you know, in fact, the next president of any party um, using his powerful position of being a president. Um, you know, to protect himself from whatever wrongdoing. What happens if a mayor in a certain town equally does what Mr. Ramaphosa has done and protects himself? Now, what type of a country are we going to live in if that is the nature and the culture? Look at, for example, Boris Johnson in the UK. He, The ethical climate in UK was so strong in the sense that citizens and um, opposition parties, including members of his own party, took a decision to say they are going to hold him accountable because the ethical climate is important because it sets the tone as to what is tolerated and what is not tolerated. Now, in this case, we have um, the the members of the ruling party and some sectors of society that are tolerating a president that is found to um, to have an impeachable case to answer.
0: What more do you think can possibly be done when it comes to this situation and this issue?
1: Um, I think most importantly, the citizens, they need to speak out because there's a saying, uh, when I say ho um, bad things happen when good people decide to keep quiet. Now, when South Africa becomes a, a, a country whereby it's like a dictatorship, whereby the people who are in power do as they please. It is predominantly because people allow this wrongdoing to happen because they are saying um, it's it's not not state money, or it's not the taxpayer's money, it is Mr. Ramaphosa's money. But it is not about his money per se, but it is about the principle of a person being entrusted um, to be the head of state, to be the chief protector, of our constitution, but he then becomes a, a chief violator of our constitution. So the people must speak out. The people must despise wrongdoing, regardless who is the architect of that wrongdoing. Secondly, we as ATM are going to continue pursuing this fight in parliament, in the the legi- in in the courts. We are going to keep putting pressure on the institutions, such as the public protection and the IP. So that the principle of the rule of law and the equality of the equality of all before the law is maintained.
0: All right, let's get into your calls, Matundra in Dundee. Good evening.
2: Good evening. Putuful. Mina inteng kaqela yo upatuli luguteni omanga meeli agani ndabwa na agaisoni pe konsusina la South Africa. So including the ANC. <coughs> Because they protected the guy, and, and the end in the wrong. Controler the people who didn't go off. So, Nampela so, Nampela, do you think Kuqameli can actually trust the ANC? Is born would clear the name of Abanda and the consujie. So where, how are we going to go with these people we're not go anywhere? Then, Thank you so much, Matundu and Dandi. <coughs> um, When he saying
1: the
0: NC undermines
1: The constitution undermines the people and basically undermines this democratic state. Also, look at, for example, how the ANC protects ANC people that are basically um, part of the destruction and the killing of our people. Look at, for example, Maritana. Look at um, um, life estimates. Look at the um, Hamasca water crisis now. They may blame another party, but the reality is that they are the ones that have been, you know, in government for that, um, that were in charge of that municipality for the longest time. And the problems, what are problems that are there in Hamas Grad? As a result, I legacy like problems from the, the time they were in, in office. So the ANC has proven time and time again that number one, if any of their leaders are caught in wrongdoing, they are going to protect them, regardless on the nature of their wrongdoing. But the second issue, when I say is that, the people are equally responsible because it is the people that keep on voting for the very same people, um, which is the very same ANC leaders who are showing disdain um, to our 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 country and who are basically undermining, as the, constitu- the constitution. And the people. Therefore, the people that need to take the biggest chunk of the responsibility, it is citizens themselves by removing people um, or leaders who have clearly shown they do not care about the constitution, about the social contract, which is the constitution, and they don't care about the people themselves.
0: I mean, Vuyole, to this very report, right, or the panel recommended that the information before it. Um, disclose that the president may have committed a serious violation and yet National Assembly will not be proceeding with an impeachment inquiry. It is quite concerning that even though there's a serious violation that he may have committed according of course to the panel or the, uh, after the preliminary investigation of course that there aren't seemingly any, there isn't any recourse or any action that will be taken um, and so I think the concern as well from my part specifically and maybe also from the listeners is that if that is the case, then it just shows that there won't be action for everything else within the country that actually takes place.
1: Indeed, indeed. The only thing that you need to have, in fact, um, you know, in South Africa for you to be above the law is that you need to be an ANC member, an ANC leader. You can, you know, be part of the killing of people in Marikana, you'll be protected. You could take decisions that will lead to the death of people. Uh, in life estimation, you're going to be protected. You can undermine the the social contract uh, and the supreme law of our country violated, whereas the, you are occupying a space whereby you need to be the chief defender of the Constitution. You'll be protected. Um, and they've clearly shown, um, you know, there's a couple of ANC members during that debate who said to me, we may agree that indeed the president has done wrongdoing, but we are not going to be told by you as an opposition as to how to vote or what to do with our leader. We are going to deal with our leader in our own way. Whereas we as a party, and I'm I'm sure even the citizens, when the ANC leaders are messing up their own ANC, it's not an issue. They can do whatever they want to do with each other but when it comes to the democratic state of south africa which is um, you know the offices that occupied by people by being presidents and ministers etc they need to do what the constitution is and um, what the constitution requires and we come in as opposition parties to make sure that the the the, the parliament or the executive X in a way that is consistent with the Constitution.
0: We continue to take your calls on 861 987 000. Prue in Parktown. Hello. Hello, how are you? Fine, how are you, Prue? I'm
3: fine. Can oh. I ask
0: you what's your full name, Prue?
3: <laughs> My full name? Yes. <laughs> My full name, uh, 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 I'm Mashudu.
0: Oh, Mashudu, okay. All right, oh, go okay. ahead, Prue. Oh.
3: Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I want to ask I want to ask Zungula Dene. We I understand what he's talking about because when you look, we people we are the one we people we are the one who are failing ourselves because of voting these people because we are continuing voting agency agencies the guy is right of the atm because others they are protected look, look what happened to zondo commission where are the who is in jail now only poor people are in jail we poor who are in trouble because of the ANC. Look, the president of the country is has is prote- is, uh, uh, is been protected by the the, the the ANC because they are majority. We are the one who make them to be majority. Eh? Eh, tata Zungul. Tata Zungula. <laughs> Ya, man, zi, ya bono, lentu, teta, mani msikazi abona lento ui teta mani sile mani ngapa siya supeka msikazi siya supeka tina kakulu ubeke manji haba nyewa tuvasi ndi ngoku ni nama opposition party uyavona lama traditional leaders lawa vawa tengelai moto ma maelekseni a a a a a roba ava kutubaki ama homeland ya tupeka. this congress of traditional leaders they are the cause because a majority ya batu watu so like layo vavote la ANC yala ntabayala wama traditional leaders wetu minandisuka elipompu uya mbona lo batu ulibu wani matila lo nungaba yeah. umuazata hata lo ulibu wani matila lo 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 ndi ya corona pa o o o influencer bantu ngooba yenawo ANC wababona bantu basema kaya batu pekeka njani wabwana ene hibo wabani nzi naa lwa batu madaje niyana lwa uwe uh, uwe uh, pro, uh, provincial secretary elise lipo va intimidate ama voters lama traditional ima navo naa avola apomwelo abantu ba ANC ndiyani nikela ni nama opposition party ambani po ta camp ambani ama ni kongki haba mtuwa it vaya vaya baya mezonga lama traditional leaders Lora, lo rama posa lo ndiyani kwele ni nonke nionke julius vwe julia smalima ya Thank, Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to go to the
1: office. I'm ATM. I'm going to go to the office. I'm going to go to the office. I'm
0: going
1: to go All right. I'm going to go to
0: All right. Thank you so much, Prue in Parktown. Um, ladies, please just assist Prue with Vuyeletu's number. But just your response then, Vuyeletu, to what... Um, Prue has had to say there.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, it's very correct um, by saying we need to educate the people. You know, you made a statement that is saying the ANC has majority in parliament because the people gave the ANC the majority. However, the ANC is using that majority to protect the very same ANC leaders from being held accountable. Because what we want as the ATM, we want accountability not because we hate anyone, not because we've got anything against anyone, but when a person occupies public office, they need to exercise that power responsibly. And whenever there's a doubt that they did not do that, they must be held accountable. And there's nothing that we've said that is not within the confines of the law. So what we're saying is the ATM, is exactly that, but you want to again take it, take the responsibility to, to the people. It can't be that people are going to see all of this wrongdoing and then come out, vote again, but vote for the very same people that abuse them, that keep them in poverty, that undermine them, and then later on, this organization is doing one, two, three. There is no ANC majority in parliament without the people voting for them. Now, if people want to, liber- to be liberated, they need to liberate themselves by voting out the people that are continuing, um, you know, ruining their lives. Look at the issue of load shedding now. It's ANC created. Um, look at the issue of the high crime rate. It is ANC um, created. And also, we need to advise the people about people they do not see a need to vote and they're not going to vote. You know, I want to say to them, if in 1994 we had majority of such people think they are not going to vote, they do not have an interest to vote, South Africa now would still be an apartheid state because the white minority would have stayed in power. So when people exercise their power of voting and vote wisely and remove this corrupt government, then South Africans can enjoy a brighter future. But under the current climate, there's nothing of that sort that will happen.
0: Mm, very interesting there. Um, Richard in Makapansdat, let's take your call this evening. Evening.
4: Sehu, uh, how are you?
0: I'm okay, Richard. How are you?
4: You know, uh, I've been longing to ask the, the, this question that I'm going to ask me to Mr. Zungula. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> you know, They've been talking about pala, pala for a very long time. Now, I've never heard someone uh, saying for sure, for sure, he believe or she believe that really uh, the president has put money in the, in the coach. Now, I really want to ask Mr. Zungula if he really believes the president put that money in the coach and went to Somalia as a... Uh, uh, As it was was said, but now another question is: since uh, the president says he's not going to respond or whatever to challenge this thing in court, what is that? Because now it seems they say the the case, this matter is mute, just as they say. Now, if the case or the matter is mute, what is that that they will challenge in court? So that, that is my, my, my little questions.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Richard. in you, Richard, in Um the the,
1: the the report that was done by the independent panel, we submitted evidence, and the, pre- the president was asked to respond to that evidence that was put to him. And there is a confirmation from the president about the money being there and how he received that money. You'll recall that there was even that funny Um, so-called receipt of 580,000 US dollars or in invoice, which clearly shows that even the president does admit, does recognize, does acknowledge that there was that uh, money that was there. So that is the one part. So there's no issue where people can think that there was no money because the president himself has confirmed it, that there was money. SARS, has also confirmed that the money that came in our country was not declared. Now, that institution which is SARS has made that um, you know that determination that the money that happened to be in the president farms did not come to South Africa through legal means. Now, that is why that report was further saying that based on the evidence that was before them, um, they can't take a conclusive decision or resolution that it was only 580,000 US dollars there could be more so that is why inquiry was necessary to make sure that um, you know we could have a conversation with various um, role players so that ultimately we know how much was there and where was the source extraction so there's nothing that is mute because on the um, on on We've, last week or two weeks ago, we went to the Supreme Court to say the decision that was taken by Parliament on the day not to proceed with an inquiry, whereas there's a report from an independent panel that you think and there should be an inquiry. That resolution was wrong. And we'll recall that that independent inquiry did not um, appoint itself you'll recall that during the times of uh, mr Zuma as president there was that issue that there were no rules that would um guide parliament as to what to do when there is an impeachment on the on a president now what then eventually happened that parliament had um crafted rules they crafted rules to say this is what should happen in the event that a president may be alleged to have committed wrongdoing. The first step would be um, having an independent panel. And after the independent panel does its report, um, the next step would be having an inquiry. Now, the independent panel was tasked by parliament to investigate based on the evidence that was before them, and putting that evidence to the president. The report that was there was not just an evidence coming from ATM, but it was evidence coming from ATM tested against the responses of the president. That is why the conclusion there was that there is a case to answer. Now, uh, there's no way a logical institution would turn against a report from its very own processes because it is a process of parliament. It's not ATM that crafted the report and said Mr. Ramaphosa has got a case to answer. It is a parliamentary process that came to that conclusion that there was an independent panel that found that Mr. Ramaphosa has got a case to answer. Therefore, when we're saying that the ATM, that parliament must operate, must function in line with what the constitution is saying, with what the constitution requires of parliament, that is the bottom line. And based on section 42.3 of the constitution, parliament did not do that. That is why we want the courts to intervene.
0: And what do you think then could happen if the courts do not intervene? What would your next step would be?
1: Um well if the Supreme Court does not rule in our favor, we are going to go to the highest court in the land, which is which is the constitutional court. Critically here, is one is for us to see if um, you know it's going to be a big test whether the law is actually blind in South Africa, or the law actually has, um, you know, a few, faces, a few eyes whereby you can see who is the subject to the law or not, because in 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 a Zuma matter with, um, you know, that scandal matter, the um, the Constitutional Court, even though it is it takes it, it takes a posture not not to want to be involved. In the parliament processes or in the proceedings of parliament decided that parliament has failed so it is the constitutional court now that must say parliament you have not failed when um, a report is saying there's a case to answer and you as a parliament you decide not to investigate you've not failed actually what you've done is constitutional we want the constitutional court to come to that conclusion and if they do so then it means the entire country collapses because if a constitutional court takes a decision that is saying, or makes a judgment that is saying, it is correct for parliament not to do what the constitution is required, and uh, what the constitution requires, then it means we do not have a state because you can't, you know, you know the, the, the manner in which the people drafted the constitution, they would have preempted that the executive will falter, parliament will falter, but you can't have a constitutional court that will falter, particularly on serious constitutional um, issues, such as a violation that is done by another arm of the state on the constitution. And um, so that is why we as the ATM are going to make sure that the constitutional court either affirms what the constitution requires or they take a role or they play a critical part in the, the destruction of our country.
0: Are there any political parties that are with you in this very call that you are making?
1: Indeed. Look, UTM yesterday, they said uh, M- uh, Ms. Pahutohi from the NPA must charge Mr. Ramaphosa because from the view of the UTM, is that Mr. Ramaphosa admits that the contents of that report they are, you know, they, they, there's nothing wrong with them. And in that report, for example, when the president is alleged to have, um, it is said that he may have violated Section 34 of PRECA, that is a criminal offense that carries, um, you know, uh, criminal sanctioning. Therefore, that report still stands, there's, there's, you know, there's prima facie evidence for the president to be charged and him to actually stand in court on that particular matter. Also, the EFF said they are going to be writing to the speaker to resuscitate the matter, particularly because when the ANC members were voting, they were saying, we we are voting against this report because this report has been taken on review. Now that there is no review, then now the ANC must come back and correct what they did there. So there are other parties that are speaking our language
0: to Zungula, thank you so much for your time this evening and thank you for unpacking this very important matter, right here on Power Perspective.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Vuyeletu Zungula is, of course, the leader of the African Transformation Movement, speaking to us about President Cyril Ramaphosa no longer legally challenging the Section 89 panel's report, which found he may have a case to answer to About the Pala Pala Saga, and he says, because National Assembly is not going to proceed with an impeachment inquiry. You've been listening to a Power Ninety eight point seven podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.